Welcome back to Enlightened Relationships. I'm Lindsay K. Porter, and last week we had Sarah Peterson on, who shared her story and a major family obstacle which helped prioritize life, letting go, and focusing on what really matters, connections. This week, we're going to dive into the fourth discipline that we're trying to cultivate more of in our relationships, and that is honorable language and moment-to-moment awareness. Are you sick and tired of your life and relationships being so difficult, resulting in that endless frustrating cycle of directing, correcting, and ordering the people in it, ultimately draining you of your happiness? So how are people like you and I, who care and are willing to invest in our relationships, people who are willing to take ownership of our behaviors and actions, how are we able to make the changes necessary to create intentional relationships? Well, that is the question, and this podcast will give you the answers. My name is Lindsay K. Porter, and welcome to Enlightened Relationships. Hi, everyone, and welcome back. I am excited to dive into today's content. We're actually going to talk about the fourth discipline to really cultivate in your relationships. And this discipline is all about honorable language and moment-to-moment awareness. So let's dive in. There is power in love, appreciation, and praise, whether it is with your um, spouse or with your children. And what's critically important that when you are giving appreciation or any form of praise, you want to make sure that you're giving that with specificity and not generally. It is so critically important that we're not just saying, Hey, thanks for doing a great job. Or, you know, really appreciate you being there for me today. Be specific. Appreciate the moments of when the dishwasher is unloaded or a load of laundry is folded or a bathroom is cleaned. Be specific. This does two things. It helps you see it for what it really is and It helps reinforce the way in which your spouse and or child is showing up. How often is your partner in your home doing things for you and uh, your family without having to look at that honey-do list? And how often is that same person doing things and helping others outside of your family? If this is something you see pretty consistently consistently in your life, then look to see if you are giving authentic and genuine appreciation and praise for the things that they are doing. And sometimes it's not something we see until we have those experiences um, when they're not showing up in those ways. So really check in and you know, find out for yourself if you are giving and leveraging that power of love, appreciation, and praise. So the other thing we have here is moment-to-moment awareness. And I am telling you, this is the thing that has 
truly transformed my life. It is being so aware of my emotional state. Now let's go back and and just recall this. Emotion is energy in motion. It is the thing that based on what you're feeling is where you are taking action. I'm going to just reinforce this. We have a situation or a circumstance that you are experiencing. It generates some thoughts about what's going on and that invokes a feeling or an emotion. And it's from that feeling that you take action and hence the reason why it's energy in motion. So it's so important to be aware of your emotional state moment to moment. When you are able to really master this and know whether or not you're on that upward spiral to respond to a situation or on that downward spiral where you are in react mode, it will truly build or tear apart your relationships. So part of that moment to moment awareness, you know, this fake it till you make it statement, while, you know, there might be some good intentions behind that. The problem with that statement is the energy behind it. When you are faking happy, your body language, your words, your deeds, you know, those things are hard to fake. So the energy that you're bringing into every moment, whether it be with your partner or your child matters. And if you are not aware of your own energy, those feelings and emotions that you're experiencing, then that's where you need to start is just start taking inventory of how often you're on an upward versus downward spiral, because you're going to continue to attract what your set point is, meaning the majority of the time, if you're on a downward spiral, you're going to attract that like for like. And if you're wanting to have more positive interactions, then you really need to be aware of that emotional state. And let's, let's just talk a little bit here about communication. (laughs) You know, there are two types of communication that goes on and I'm going to talk a little bit about it in, in the way it relates to gender as well. So first we have implied communication and I will say there are a lot of women, myself included, that have this language down and have it mastered. And we think that implied communication is well understood and well received. Well, here's the problem with implied communication. It's hints and clues that you are leaving for someone else to draw conclusions based on the information that you provided. And then we get upset when we're speaking about how overwhelmed we are and all the things we have to do in our home. And I'm listing off these things. And when we come back from running an errand, those same things are still undone, uh, still not done. It's because implied communication is typically not well understood by our partners. You know, men, they speak in direct communication. They process in direct communication. It's stated clearly, it's exact, it's the, um, 
the exact thoughts and feelings that are going on. There is no hints or clues that are being dropped. It is clearly known what is being thought uh, or what the feeling is when it comes to direct communication. So two critically important things to remember, especially as we're talking about honorable language, right? Um, And if we're wanting to build our relationships up, it's so important that we are using our direct communication. We can't hint or drop clues about the date night that we're looking forward to um, and not give any uh, um, anything specific around where we might want to go or what day that is, or if we're wanting to go to our favorite um, restaurant. What you want is what you need to communicate because that is how we help anyone be successful in uh, building up our relationship. Women are good at understanding implied um, communication. If I were out with my friend and we were shopping at a mall and there was an article of clothing that I really liked um, and I was expressing this, though I didn't want to spend the money on it. It wasn't the time nor the place to spend that kind of money on on the shirt or the blouse. Um, But I were to talk about that more than likely that friend is going to be able to pick up on those clues and those hints. And my next birthday, that's going to be something that's provided for. You know, it's going to be the thing that's unwrapped and there it is, that shirt or that blouse. Same conversation, same moment with my partner. More than likely, it's going to be, huh, I'm glad you like the shirt. And on my birthday, no shirt is going to be received. Now, if I were to say to my partner, I would really like this shirt for my birthday, I am going to help him be successful. And my desire of what it is that I'm wanting will more than likely be received. This is where I think, you know, the way we are, we think everyone else is as well. And it is not true. No person in this world will see things the exact same way that you do. So being aware that communication style, whether it be implied or direct, is not well understood um, by uh, one's partner one way or the other is important because that can help you shift into making your relationship more unified and strengthened and immovable. So think about that. And and here's another point to consider. Okay, words. Words are critically important. When a woman is speaking, those words are filed into that left hemisphere, hemisphere for a man. Those same words for a woman, it actually hits up against both hemispheres, the, the logical and the emotional. So women feel the words that are coming. And that is why it is that women um, remember things so much because when a voice is elevated or strong language is used, that has a lasting impact on a woman. So men, be mindful 
of the words that you're using and the tone in which you're expressing them because it will last. And let, let's put it into, into this. Um, this is probably a good example. August 11th of 2001. Can anyone recall what they were doing on that day or what that day was like? Probably not. I know I can't. But if I were to tell you the date of September 11th of 2001, where were you and what were you experiencing and feeling on that date when seeing the two twin towers in New York coming down? Information with emotion is remembered forever. And so if this is one thing that you can take from this episode, being mindful that information with emotion is remembered forever. And that's whether it is a high positive, full of love and joy and light, or a low downward spiral. And that is why for women, when there's a lot of emotion with words coming at us, it is something we take in and we're processing it with both hemispheres of our brain and it is remembered. This is why sometimes women have a harder time forgetting things because the emotional component with the experience is memorable for a woman. We really need to be mindful of the words that we're using, how we're speaking to our partner and our children. Is what we're saying building them up or tearing them down? Are we using that power of love, appreciation, and praise? Because that is how and where we'll be able to create a better relationship and influence those around us. And I don't want to underestimate body language. You know, the body language of what's going on, whether it be with my husband or my children. I can see when they're starting to shut down or when they're starting to boil over it's things that you can see and visibly read when you are in tune with the, the individual that you are conversing with. So be aware of that body language. Be aware of how the words you're using are impacting the relationship. Be aware of your deeds, how it is that you are serving one another in prioritizing each other to be your number one on both sides, because that is how you're going to cultivate a loving and immovable relationship. I'm going to just plug one more time this moment to moment awareness. Being aware of that emotional state is key. And as you are able to really be intentional with your emotionals, your emotional state and be aware, that is when, you know, that discipline is going to pay off because you can really um, be effective at responding or reacting in those moments. So be mindful of your uh, emotional state moment to moment. And when you are dropped, your number one job is to get yourself back up to that upward spiral. That is it. Well, I'm going to say it again. It's to keep your mouth closed <laughs> and to get your state back up to the upward spiral. That is the number one, one, number one job when your state is dropped. So if you are in tuned and aware of your emotional state, it will serve your relationships, that with your children and that with your partner. 
And let me just plug here real quick. When it comes to your children, if you know there is something that has gone on in your home that is driving you crazy, something that they did possibly that um, has boiled your blood and you have so much anger going on within you, that is the time to say, you know what? I don't know what to what the consequence is going to be right now, but I need time to think about it. Don't worry. I will get back to you. Try not to worry too much. I will get back to you and leave it be because you can take time to collect yourself and really think through what your next move or what your next conversation needs to be with your child. Do your best to lead with love as you navigate that. Remember, there's power in love. So let's go ahead and and close this out with uh, your call to action for this week. So number one is to notice your emotional state throughout your day-to-day. Notice the language you're using when you're communicating with your loved ones. Acknowledge, again, the feelings that you're experiencing and notice the meaning you're assigning to the circumstance or to that situation. What is real, what is fact, and what is story? And then take action with the end result in mind. If you've decided to build build up your relationship, then ensure you are using that honorable language and being uh, taking ownership for your emotional state when you're interacting with your loved ones. This life is about progress. It is not about perfection. And awareness is the first step towards making progress. Join me next week as we continue to change the lenses through which you see your relationships while becoming enlightened. Thank you for listening to Enlightened Relationships. If you are enjoying what you're hearing, then please subscribe, rate, and review this podcast to help share this message with others.